from the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. It's the Bill King Show. He was like a god walking amongst mere mortals. Go get it, dog. I'm a man. He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. I is sitting on a firecracker. And suits so fine, they made Sinatra look like a hobo. It's a fantastic day for the United States of America. It's the Bill King Show. Red 7. I don't know what Red 7 means. Brought to you by Omni Nashville Hotel. Fifth Avenue, downtown. Hot Rock. That's what we call a sack lunch. I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills that make me a nightmare for people like you. Griffin, about 15 minutes. SEC basketball tournament begins Wednesday. Right here at the 615. And Bridgestone will be there Friday at the Yandy. All right. Georgia Dog... Late last hour, Bill, who you got, Josh in Picktown, Ohio, or Jeff in the borough in a total meltdown rant after their team loses a big game? Here's the mistake in the presentation. Jeff in the borough gets angry when his team wins. When they lose, he's subdued. He doesn't say much. When they win, he gets really mad, which is kind of weird, but it's true because he thinks about all the doubters and it just escalates and he can't get over it. He just can't negotiate it in his mind. He can't get past it. Now, Josh is like most fans. When his team loses, he's not happy about it. If it's some kind of epic loss, Penn State game, then he takes it even further. But that's that's – Pretty typical. Now, the rants aren't as good as what Josh had. But, no, I'll take Josh. Now, it depends on what we're looking for. Josh's was passionate. He was legit angry. And there were things that happened. Best player didn't get enough touches. All that kind of stuff. That's real. Okay, that went nationwide. Game day played that clip. I think it got it got played everywhere. I mean, everywhere it got played. Jeff in the borough, the entertainment factor is a little different. Now, it's entertaining, no question. But it's almost, like, creepy. It's, it's <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just different, right? No, Jeff in the borough has entertainment value. There is no question. No question. And, but I'll take Josh. No, no, no. I've got it. I mean, I'll take Josh every day and several times on Sunday in that comparison. But, but again, that's not to say that Jeff and the Bro doesn't have entertainment value. He does. The problem we have with Jeff and the Bro now, and I'll just repeat it, and he's still banned, and, and that's not going to change. But he's made it personal. He's taking shots at my family. I'm fair game. I'm fair game, whatever you want to say. But taking shots at the family, that's not okay. That's one reason why I don't share as many stories anymore. And not just Jeff and the Burrow, but other people have done this too. Now, not a lot, but 
that's something I can't get by. I absolutely can handle any type of disagreement or critique of me. That's fair game, man. I'm out here. I'm out here opining every day. Critiquing, that is absolutely fair. No question. But when you then take it to another level because of hate, that's a problem. And the next level is when you attack family. Family that has no part of what I do here, okay? That's when it's it's ill-fated. And I can't get by it. Time in Myrtle Beach. Bill, who says it more? You saying Tony Balls or Georgia Dog saying Kirby during a show? Um, hmm. I mean, I haven't. Have I mentioned Tony Balls today? I don't think I have. But I do. Yeah, I'll go to spurts, particularly this time of year. I would say probably Kirby gets more play. I'm guessing now. I'm guessing. Rob up in Ohio. Rob's just repeating something I mentioned earlier. He <laughs> says, Bill, so the Big Ten will sign their next contract, which they haven't even started the new one until we get to football this year, before the SEC's contract is renewed or before they negotiate the new one. So what's the next one going to be, Bill? $1.5 billion? Bama and Georgia may want to join the Big Ten and get some real money. <laughs> I mentioned that. Um, the Big Ten and their deal, and the SEC deal is good, but the Big Ten deal is better. It's for more money, and it's for a fewer amount of years, which in today's market is smart. Now, I guess the calculation would be at what point someday in the future has you have we gotten to the point where it's it's maxed out. We can't go past 1.5 billion. We're at 1 billion right now. Is there a point in time where you get there? To date there has not been. I remember asking Roy Kramer in the late 80s, early 90s. Well, whenever it was he first got to the SEC office, he was at Vanderbilt. But early 90s, he took over. And then, of course, he orchestrated the East-West split and then the uh, the BCS and all that. But I asked him about the TV money running out over 30 years ago. When these contracts, teams were making, I think, in the early 90s, if you were getting $5 million a year, you considered it like, wow, we are producing revenue, y'all. I need – here's what I need, and I, we, we've had a list of some sort. I need a list that shows what the TV contracts for, were like, let's say, 30 years ago. I don't think anybody with their TV – League agreement was making $10 million per school in the early 90s. I think $5 million would have been a good number. Now, I'm guessing approximate numbers. 
here. I'd like to see that list. Yeah, I'd like to see that list. See what it looks like. Tom in Milwaukee says six pack should be the new name for the Pac-12. After the four corner teams, Arizona, Arizona State, Utah, and Colorado, leave for the open prairie of the Big 12. If Oregon, Oregon State, Washington, and Washington State leaves, then it's the two-pack. Well, I don't know that the Big Ten wants all those teams. I think they'd want Washington and Oregon. Now, there is some talk that just to keep it, to keep the academic angle, you take Stanford and you take Cal Berkeley. But none of this is about academics. This is all about the money. It's all about the money. And I know everybody wants to be a part of that group that means you're a distinguished academic institution. I get it. No, I get it. But This this is about the money, y'all. Topwater Assassin. With these new TV deals, are the networks planning on charging advertisers a lot more, or are they just going to make smaller percentages of the money? Well, I mean, you're always trying to charge more, but it depends on the ratings. With With TV ad revenue, you do have a charge – per spot, like let's say a spot, 30-second spot costs X amount. But you also have adjustments based on ratings on what those numbers are. And if you are the Big Ten, you've got this new deal and CBS, Fox, and NBC combined for a billion dollars and you got to remember now that's 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 yearly that's yearly ad rates ratings all of that saturday night prime time games let's say it's a southern cal michigan game on a saturday night i'm just throwing stuff out or an ohio state southern cal game on a Saturday night. Again, I'm just spitballing here. So it has to do with ratings, too. Now, you're going to get ratings out of Rutgers playing UCLA? Probably not, right? You're going to get ratings from Northwestern playing Indiana? Um, Probably not. So it depends. Yeah, it just depends. That's a very good question, though. So, yeah, they'll, they'll – I mean, they're going to have to charge more because they've got to get through their costs on this. But the money and, and all their relationships with their advertisers and all that, I mean, it's, it's crazy out there. It is wild, the money that's just being thrown up in the air and burned. Josh in Pigtown. Bill, Jeff in the Borough can't hold my jock strap. 
No, Kev, Bill, you think the next SEC deal will exceed the B1G deal since it will set the standard? Um, that's what they like. But, look, the SEC left money on the table. As good as their deal is, I'd like to know what the behind-the-scenes conversations are. Now, they're very satisfied, but they're not the number one revenue league. They're number one in a lot of categories. When it comes to how much you're getting per school due to your media money, they're not number one. Big tennis for the new deal. And they left money on the table. Going exclusively with ESPN, which is a lot of money, but there was more money if you allowed other networks in. Got to remember, the next playoff, when we go to 24, ESPN has phoned it all during the playoff era. It's exclusive ESPN content to playoffs. That's not anymore beginning at 24. Every network is going to be allowed to bid, and I'd say you probably have three networks involved. Way more money. See, that's even a different revenue stream than what we're talking about here with the media. It's smart. Griff, when we come back. AJC's Dog Nation. Omni Nashville Hotel. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dream. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pie customer. As a small business, we're always looking for ways that we can offer the quality product and get some cost savings. Meet Michelle from J.J. Fister Distilling Company, a small business in California. When looking for workers' comp coverage tailored to the company's needs, she discovered Pie Insurance. We heard about Pie Insurance being geared for a small business, gave Pie a call, and ended up switching. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you can save at IWantPie.com. 
Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate, so your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. We saved about 30% off of our workers' comp insurance when we switched to Pi. It's as easy as Pi to get the savings you deserve. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPi.com. That's IWantPie.com. It's a Bill King Show. Of course, you know what kicks in right after recruiting, and it accelerates, and that's knucklehead season. So God knows what happens, who it happens to, when it happens, but if you're a fan of whatever school, it's coming your way. Knucklehead season always sprouts up. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. Often imitated, never duplicated. Wordsmithing like a mofo on college football, it's Bill King. Griff with us. Every Tuesday, Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation, has been in Indianapolis with a combine. Griff, how did it go? How was your trip? busy a lot of georgia guys there a lot of news um man a lot of guys going in and out so it's uh always productive when you go there you get kind of a peek at, at what's ahead in the nfl and some of the emerging players we knew nolan smith was a very good football player without question but those numbers he put up were crazy yeah it was freakish you know i, I was actually going through i did a kind of a story on comparing you know the current uh elite Georgia players versus some of the elite Georgia players of the past numbers wise. I, I couldn't find a, a comp for Nolan that was 239 and ran a 439. The closest I got was was Boss Bailey in terms of how explosive uh, Nolan is on the broad jump and the vertical. He vertical 41.5 inches, which is just nuts, like you said. Boss Bailey was kind of freakish like that. Leonard Floyd, another one a couple of the former Georgia guys that had the same sort of explosivity, but I couldn't find anybody with those numbers with that 439 pursuit. I mean, that's just amazing. And to think Georgia, you know, won a national title without him. You hear all these teams crying about, you know, not having this receiver or that player. And you realize Georgia didn't have Nolan Smith after the Florida game. It's still won the national title going away. Allen down in middle Georgia says Griff, and he, this is his opinion. I think C.J. Allen, linebacker, Peyton Woodring, kicker, could make some noise this spring. Ask Griff, which new roster addition for the Bulldogs should we expect to make an impact this year coming up? Well, I mean, the, the transfers, honestly, you know, love it from Missouri in the slot. Ra-Ra Thomas recently had charges dropped. Um, so you'll see him, I think, at the X. I mean, those guys are probably the – the two most impactful players. It's it's hard to project kickers. I mean, it's you know Zirkel's still on the roster. He's a scholarship kicker, um, so it's, it's really hard to to predict who's going to make an impact out of the freshman class, just because Georgia's so deep and you know there's almost experience at every spot. Um, you know they got a safety coming in Aguero that I, that I believe is is pretty special, but I you know Malachi Starks is a second year player. 
Uh, you know, Dan Jackson will be back. So it's hard to say what's going to happen at, at safety. But but those would be the guys, you know, the, the two transfers, Mississippi State receiver and the Missouri receiver that are coming in. I mean, you're right, Griff. There's not a lot of jobs to be had right now there on that roster. Starting not jobs. by newcomers. Yeah, not by newcomers. I mean, you look for Barry Alexander to make a big move inside with Jalen Carter moving on. I, I, I don't know if Georgia can maintain the level of play they've had in that interior defensive line. I mean, with Jordan Davis and Devontae Wyatt, now Jalen Carter will be a first-round pick. I don't know if there's another first-round pick uh, in the works there. I mean, they'll still be strong. It's what they do. But, um, yeah, I mean, and then again, like I said, you look at the schedule, and it's it's very forgiving in the sense that, you know, this should allow the Georgia team to kind of grow into the season um, and, and with whoever the new quarterback's going to be, which is, you know, very much up in the air. Griff? The next time I write an article would be my first time. So that's not what I do. But I have a suggestion for you who you're a pro with this. And you might have already done this article. I just missed it. Sometime this spring or maybe right after that, let's say you're just kind of looking around for an idea. How about a comparison, and you worked in both places, between the 21 Georgia defense and the 92 Alabama defense? How about a write-up on that? Well, that'd be a, that'd be a lot. You, I, you, are you asking me to exclude the '98 Tennessee defense? Because that group was pretty special too. Now with with Al Wilson and Raynock Thompson and Eric Westmoreland at linebacker, and uh, you know you think about the secondary with Fred White and Dion Grant, uh, Steve Johnson, uh, Dwayne Goodrich, uh, Jeff Coleman up front, Sean Big Cat Ellis on the end. I mean, I, I'd put '98 Tennessee defense with with either one of those two. All right, well, do all three. How long would that take you to do this? <laughs> Probably too long for something that would do nothing but get me canceled on Twitter and hated by every SEC fan base that didn't say their team was the best. It, it, it's it's really impossible, Bill, in, in, serious, in all seriousness, right. because, you know, they were all the best at their generation. Um, they were all elite, and the game changed. I mean, what Bama 92 looks like compared to uh, Georgia uh, 2022 or 2021 to Tennessee 98, you know, they were all built to beat different teams. And they were all built, um, you know, with different complementary offenses in mind. The one thing you think about with all three of those defenses is that their offenses weren't explosive or dynamic. I mean, or that, that's probably the wrong word. Their offenses weren't putting up record-breaking numbers. I mean, T. Martin could be dynamic with the deep ball, the peerless price whenever he wanted. Uh, Alabama had the deuce on offense, David Palmer, and certainly – um, you know, Georgia last year had its weapons with Brock Bowers and, and uh, Darnell Washington at tight end and McConkie on the perimeter. But those weren't prolific offenses. When you think about 92 Bama, 98 Tennessee, and 2021 or 2022 Georgia, you don't consider those the greatest offenses of all time. You do, however, consider their defenses great. Um, and, and a lot of it was how they chose to play offense. Because they had great defenses, they, their strategy was different. They played field position football. They called things conservatively to avoid the turnovers because they knew they had defenses that were good enough that offenses couldn't drive the field on them. Conversely, when we think of you know some of the quote-unquote all-time great teams as decided by some plug in the name of a national writer who didn't see it firsthand, it's all by the stats and the numbers of who scores the most points. Um, and I don't know that that's fair. So I'm glad you give those teams credit. Uh, because I don't think that they don't they don't get their due in the annals of greatness um, because of how people judge 
you know, offenses being more important than defenses. Mike Griffith, HAC's Dog Nation. Okay. Jalen Carter. Let me just give you my quick spiel. I don't think the NFL cares. No, there, there, certainly two people die. That's horrific. Okay, that is not what I'm suggesting. That is a horrible outcome. But let's say Jalen Carter's drag racing, um, and they didn't find alcohol in his system, or they, they said they did not suspect he was on anything. Is he really going to get docked some draft spots because of that? I don't know. Um, I don't think so. You know, I don't either. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's a tragedy. It's sad that you know he was involved uh, that night in any way, shape, or form. Whether he was driving behind him or racing, or you know, I don't know. All the evidence hasn't come out, but you know, it's um, especially since Jalen had had a ticket uh, earlier in the year. Um, you know, he had a super fast car. To me, this is kind of one of the unintended unintended consequences of NIL is that players have money uh, at their disposal for, you know, things maybe they wouldn't ordinarily afford. Um, and certainly a, a Jeep Trackhawk, I, I think they cost around $190,000 to $100,000, part of an NIL deal, a car that goes 0 to 60 in three seconds. You know, I, I don't know that a 19, 20, 21-year-old needs something like that. That's that's for the old guys like me and you, Bill. We, we, need, we need the fast cars to, to feel young again. But, but no, in all seriousness, um, it's uh, it was unfortunate. It's sad. You know, the warrant was out for his arrest. He had to leave the combine and go back. It was a bad look uh, for Georgia and for Jalen Carter. Um, but it goes back to me to, like a lack of transparency, right? Everybody's complaining like, oh, my gosh, they held that story until the combine. Well, folks, you know, Jalen and his agent have had a month to tell his story and get it out there. And, and you know, they didn't want to. Why? Because a lot of times stuff like that doesn't come out. The program, University of Georgia's had plenty of time to talk about all the details, but they haven't because they'll tell you that it's an ongoing investigation. Well, as information comes out and becomes public, this is part of the equation that the, the general public doesn't understand. We can't just go to the police and say, tell us everything you know. We can't just go to Georgia and say, tell us everything you know. They've got stipulations in there uh, before they will release information to the public. They can hold it back for a while. So you have to do something called a FOIA, which is called which is a Freedom of Information Act. And different states have different laws governing how long they can keep that information private before they have to share it with the public, even though it should be public knowledge. And um, you know, Georgia and Alabama are two of the states that have you know some of the more stringent what we call sunshine laws, uh, where they can keep that information away from the public longer. Uh, for whatever reason. So there's your, your course in FOIAs today. But it's not always the big bad media trying to hold it and not giving you the information. It's the institutions and the public entities that keep the information withheld, um, sometimes up to the, the legal limit that they you know keep it away from you as long as they possibly can. Now, I've got your room in the Bill King suite up at the Omni if you're coming in. I'm assuming you're not coming. Not coming. Not coming. <laughs> you know, and, and we talked about it because it looks like, you know, Georgia's got – I mean, for a team that's lost four or five in a row, they, they've got about as favorable of a draw as you can get in the sense that, you know, they play LSU first, which is one of the teams they beat this year. Then they play Vandy, which was a game they played really close uh, in Athens. And then they play Kentucky, which is a team Georgia beat this year. So, um, but no, I, I don't think we're going to be there, uh, at least not for the opener. Um, you know, I, like you mentioned, I just came off uh, about a week on the road uh, in Indianapolis 
uh, at the combine. And of course we got to start at Georgia spring football next week. So it's been a really busy off season for football uh, here in Athens, as you know, uh, but yeah, that, that should be very entertaining. And, and, and there'll obviously be a lot of commentary. I saw that the Alabama player won player of the year and freshman of the year. And, um, you know, nobody let the off-the-court issues deter them from voting that way. So that's interesting to me. And there was some not, – not that I'm saying they should have, but, um, you know, full speed ahead for Alabama basketball. We'll say that. We'll see what happens. Spring football, do they give you better access than, let's say, the summer and the fall? No. No, it's worse. Uh, <laughs> it's worse, you know, because they don't have to, one, and – Two, it's all it is for Kirby is a potential distraction. And, you know, if it doesn't help him win championships, he's not going to do it. Simple as that. Yeah. Well, guess what? It's working. He's winning championships. And he's yeah, going to be favored you know, to win Yeah, but you know, in 98, every one of those Tennessee football practices was open. Alabama practices were open. South, Southern Cal's practices were open. I don't think access has a bit to do anything to do with it, Bill. I think it's a comfort zone for a coach. Um, and, and to be frank, I'm, I'm okay with it. You know, they can do whatever they want. I mean, now if I was a young reporter and I hadn't been to 10 or 15 years worth of open practices and really understood how, you know, they make the sausage that, that would put me in a big disadvantage. Um, but, but I've seen it. I understand it. I know what goes on. Um, nothing really changes, but the names and the faces, frankly. So I don't need to see practice to have an idea what's going on. I, I know plenty of people that, uh, you know, involved in the program that um, have proven pretty accurate and reliable in terms of sourcing. And, you know, what do we really need to know right now? Do we need to know that this quarterback had a better day Tuesday, but that quarterback had a better day Wednesday? I'll say this. One of my favorite seasons at Tennessee was the 2000 season. Was it 2000 or was it 99? It was 2000. The 2000 season when Casey Clawson came in along with John Rattay and Joey Matthews was coming back, and uh, A.J. Suggs was a second-year quarterback. And, and Philip Fulmer and Randy Sanders opened up every single spring practice. The stadium was open, too. People could go in there and watch practices at Neyland Stadium on the weekend. And they had a full-fledged quarterback battle between those four quarterbacks. All of them ran the same plays in different orders, and it was, it was out there for the public to see. It was, and it was fantastic. It was just, it was just such a fantastic Tennessee under Fulmer was so open um, because the, the Vols fans loved it. There was a passion. I used to write estimated attendance at the clo- and then I'd put it closed practice. I, you know, I put closed practice in parentheses because there'd be three or four thousand people in Neyland Stadium for the scrimmages on the weekend in the spring. And, and you know what, Bill? It didn't hurt a damn thing. Nobody got hurt by that. No, no, it didn't cost Tennessee any games. There were no secrets. The kids played in front of audiences. They've got a good idea of who the best players were and who would perform under the bright lights. It was ingenious, and, and they got donors out of it, and boosters, and people became – it was just such a great idea and such a good execution by Tennessee. Now, maybe some practices, maybe some places, fans wouldn't turn out. But, boy, I'll tell you what, in Knoxville, you know, we'd have between three and 5,000 at those scrimmages on the weekends, uh, particularly that year of the quarterback battle, um, when everybody's keeping their own stats. You're just watching it, you know. No, nothing's hidden. And, you know, Fulmer was a guy that was like, hey, you know, you guys saw it today. What would you think? You know, Philip gets a bad rap by a lot of people that weren't around when he was the head coach. 
Let me tell you, he did some great things to grow that that Tennessee football program, Bill. Griff, safe travels, although you're not planning on traveling, and we'll see you next week. <laughs> I appreciate it, Bill. Have a good one. Yeah, man. There he is. Griff, every Tuesday brings it. Tomorrow, Blake Rafino will be with us. Also, we'll have Brett Ciancia, Big Six Previews. I'm going to try and get Jay booked this week. Yes. I'm going to reach out and try and get Jay Book out in Scottsdale, Phoenix, Tempe, that whole area. See if we can get him on sometime Thursday. Talk some Buckeyes, talk some Big Ten. He's out there. He's out west. I mean, he's not far from that Arizona State campus. What's what's the talk out there locally about Arizona State and Tucson, Arizona? Maybe escaping for the current greener pastures of the Big 12. How about that, yo? Is there a secret secret out there that's brewing an expansion that nobody can predict? Like the SEC's flirting with Arizona and Arizona State. I'm just throwing something crazy out here. No, I don't I don't think they are. I'm just is there a big trick secret out there that's just nobody sees it either. Nobody knows. We have the Omni on Friday. Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get a five Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks, where's the beef? You tell them, Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. 
As a professional realtor in Nashville for more than 40 years, Richard Courtney is one of the city's top-ranked real estate brokers. He's also the author of two books and the real estate columnist for the Nashville Ledger. What does all of this mean to you as a home buyer or seller? Expert knowledge, guidance, and trust. Give Richard Courtney a call today at 615-300-8189. That's 615-300-8189. Or online at richardcourtney.com. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. This is the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. It's, it's Miss Amy now for everybody, uh, right? Apparently it's, it's Miss Amy. Amy. It's Miss Amy, Miss Amy. I call her AAS. I call her owner. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, Rand, the boss. You know what she is? She's a wolf in sheep's clothing. I, uh, she, Damn, uh, bro. She oh, she's she oh, she's a gangster. Uh, oh, she knows what she she's doing. a gangster. She knows what she's doing. Yep. Greg Pogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. home of commitments and other stuff the bill king show Yes, sir. Bill, I can almost hear, smell those brisket biscuits on, over here on the pretty side of the plateau. Say brisket biscuits quick ten times. <laughs> Are you coming in? <laughs> nah. I mean, hey, hey, Bill, there, there's off, a, uh, hey, there's a room open because Griff's not coming. Yeah, I was going to say, Griff canceled his reservation, knocked me over with a feather. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, listen to Griff. I wanted to play along off that, but I was going to ask you about this last, but I'll shake it up and go in reverse here. So, clue me in, what's the latest? You're going to get the uh, WNSR van, Sands catalytic converter down there in front of the Ryman and be over there at the Omni. Where are you going to be? Where are you going to be basing and stuff? The Omni is where we will be on Friday. Yeah. That's, um, isn't that a block off lower Broadway? Are you yeah, dead on like the that. mess? Or you're, you're a block off, aren't you? Yeah, a block or two just, just up the hill a little bit. Yeah, we, need, we need to get old Adam to get you a little one of those uh, uh, tents, get the uh, logo right there, Bill King Show, right there, uh, get some free advertising on the SEC Network. <laughs> Maybe you can go hang out behind Live Bomb and wave at us for two or three days, Bill. You yeah. know Live Bomb. You might even sit on set with him. That's my style. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bill, uh, listen to Griff there. And by the way, it, it always is a lot of fun, isn't it, get all those Kentucky fans in there, the Real Housewives. It's a, it's a lot of fun. The way they set that up, it you can bounce around all those those honky tonks, buy that four dollar PBR, and have some fun, can't you? 
It's a fun event. I, I, it really is. I've, we took the show to Georgia, I don't know, 20 times through the years when it used to be at the Georgia Dome, seems like. Yeah. Be a lot of posers walking around in 4999 uh, nylon cowboy boots, won't they? Yes, sir. Plastic boots, plastic boots. All right, Bill, uh, listen to Griff there. You know what I got to thinking, Bill, off that Georgia tragedy? We know this. That really is the ugly underside of college sports in the era of NIL, isn't it? I mean, we've heard for years about all the muscle cars at Alabama. You know what would be interesting, Bill, when they start showing these dudes graphics on these games or, you know, out there maybe on the roster, all these university websites? Here's this Carter joker. Here's what he's getting from NIL, and here's what kind of car he drives. That'd be kind of opening to the uh, average college football fan, wouldn't it? Here's Jalen Carter with his $110,000 Hellcat. Which, what is it, 700 horsepower or something? <laughs> they had six of them stolen up there in Somerset, Kentucky, off a lot, Bill. I think they said it was about $700,000 worth of car theft on seven cars. We're not talking Lamborghinis or something European here. Hell, we're talking something from America. But uh, yeah, what I'm saying here, Bill, is, is we all know you know college kids booze it up and party and throw around girls after the football game's over and the lights are off. But you throw in all the heavy NIL money, there's definitely an ugly underbelly to college sports. What's a, a Georgia Stafford doing driving around anybody at 1.30 in the morning running 100 miles an hour or whatever she was running? Makes no sense. I mean, if you're going to be doing something like that, should you be doing it on your own? I just don't understand how you get a Georgia staff. That's something you don't hear a whole lot about in that tragedy. Is, is there liability on, on Georgia? you got a Georgia employee involved in this, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, I don't hear Griff talking about that much. And by the way, Bill, you remember speaking of that uh, four-year request stuff, the Freedom of Information stuff? That's the first thing Kirby Smart did when he got the job was call up the local politicians and get that changed. Remember that? That's one of the first things he did down there. They want to—it's it's like mushrooms, feed us crap and keep us in the dark, right? They don't—they want to run their little uh, kingdom. They don't want to tell the public about it. And by the way, it's a 2021 Jeep Cherokee Trackhawk with a Hellcat V8 motor. <laughs> That's what they say. I, I think you know the problem with those Hellcats, though, Billy. You, you know, you get something—you know—European, a Lamborghini or something—they can actually take a curve. You get those uh, sorry Dodge Chargers, they can't handle. It's a wonder that thing didn't take down 20 trees. It's a wonder that they didn't take down the whole apartment building. Now, it says it was an NIL deal from an Ohio luxury car dealership. <clears throat> His deal's from Ohio. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I mean, don't forget. I mean, they we knew about it, but Bryce Young, he played, what, his last two years at Alabama making seven figures. I we all know so. the deal. The dude, the dude out there at Texas, what was the guy out there at Texas that took Ohio State's money? Didn't play, even take a snap. Yep. But, uh, but but when it comes on on Saturday at noon, we're, we're all going to be watching. But we'll probably be watching after midnight on uh, Sunday morning, do we? <laughs> hey, 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 Bill, get, get a brisket biscuit for me and maybe even take a little, little banjo up there to Kitchen Notes. Hang all in right. there. Play some Osborne Brothers for me because I don't think we're going to be there long. See you. I'll be there. Jeff, too, pulls up a Washington Post article written in 1994 about – the TV deals and the SEC had a deal, Jeff says, from 94 to 2000, which was 125 million. That was for 12 teams because by then they had added Arkansas and South Carolina. So it's about 10 million a team. Before 
then, I don't think each team is getting $5 million bucks. Which coach brought that up at the SEC Media Days a year ago? Was it Billy Napier or was it a different coach? Saying 30-something years ago, we're talking about teams making $80, $90 million a year, Big Ten, SEC, or something like that. 30-something years ago, I don't think they were getting $5 million. What was the SEC's deal before this 94 article? I don't think it was $5 million a team. It might have been somewhere around there. That new deal, which was for about $10 million a team, Jeff Tuples up, was considered ridiculous money. That kind of money today, you can't even get to your mailbox for that kind of money. All right, we'll get another break. Omni Nashville Hotel will be there Friday. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. Individual rates, coverage offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions. Not available in all areas. Actual Pie customer. The other workers' comp insurance company, they were going to reclassify our business, and then they were going to charge me $50,000. Meet Natalie, owner of the carpentry shop. Shocked by an unexpected bill, she knew it was time to switch her workers' comp provider. That's when she found Pie Insurance. When we got the quote back from Pie, it was a sigh of relief. They put us in a policy where we fit. Is your small business overpaying for workers' comp insurance? See how much you could save at IWantPie.com. Plus, when you sign up for pay-as-you-go billing, your premium is based on your actual payroll, not an estimate. So your workers' comp audit experience is simplified. I'm grateful that there's a company out there that's willing to insure us little guys because every dollar counts. With Pie Insurance, you get pricing and coverage made for small businesses. What are you waiting for? Ask your agent for Pie or get a quote in three minutes at IWantPie.com. That's IWantPie.com. Golfers, tee it up at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from TaylorMade. Featuring the Stealth 2 Woods and Irons, the new Stealth 2 Woods combines speed and forgiveness to unlock forgiveness. And the new Stealth HD Irons deliver high launch with draw bias to give you the confidence to expect better shots more often. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. 
It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Every weekday afternoon, 2 to 4, live on WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio, it's the McFarlane Show. It's Darren. It's Justin. It's 50 years of Nashville Sports Radio coverage. A show that's genuine, it's real, it's fun, it's passionate. We welcome your phone calls, and we mean it. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio, WNSR. He gives you a wide latitude on topics because Bill King isn't afraid of your telephonic interaction. 615-844-5600. Kirkland down in Macon. Bill, you think Riff would answer the question about Stetson Bennett starting in the pros after what we saw at the Combine? I know it's just a workout, Bill, but, well, I'll ask him. I don't think he thinks that Stetson Bennett will end up as a starter in the pros, but I can ask him. 614 Rob. So Griff wants to blame NIL or the fast car for a player being involved in something he shouldn't be involved with. Also, Rob in the 614, Cosby just figured out there's an ugly underbelly to college football. He's worried about players having expensive and fast cars. Let's start worrying about 16-year-olds driving or drinking alcohol at football games. Is that a reference to the Sugar Bowl in the early 90s? Cosby Cattleman, that is such a good – I wish we had the complete audio clip, which we don't of him telling that story. Sugar Bowl circa 1991, January, I believe. And he's 16, I'm thinking. It's Virginia, Tennessee, Sugar Bowl, and he's pounding hurricanes. Nobody carding him. Nobody with a care in the world down there. And then they come out and they shoot Elvis at halftime. Yeah, that's that's the part. That that story is so good. Wish we had a replay of that. Jim and Jupiter. Bill, next week, ask Griff if he thinks JT Daniels will be the first pick in the NFL draft next year. <laughs> uh, you know, if if Georgia can win a national championship with Stetson Bennett, what could they have done with JT Daniels? Won it by 40? Well, they did win the championship. They, they did win it by 40. Won it by more than that. Jim and Jupiter loved Jeff and the Burroughs calls, but he's an idiot that went way too far. How hard is it to not attack the host family? Dude deserves to be benched. Well, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I agree. He won't – can't have him back after that. 
He's already done it once, and he did it again. He cannot resist. I, and I don't know why he thinks that's effective. Maybe if I make it personal, it'll really get him. Allen in Tampa. Griff called Fatmer a genius. Ask Cosby about that. Um, yeah, I should have. Cosby probably would not have agreed with that. You think? Probably would not have checked off on that particular opinion. I'm going to pull up the – oh, well. I was trying to – what I was trying to do is I was trying to type in my password on DraftKings because Brad is right. Have some options out there. Fan do, obviously. But I've got a couple of other apps, and I've got the DraftKings app up. Let me pull up the schedule for today. Now, lots of basketball, obviously. SEC tournament starts tomorrow, Wednesday, in Nashville at Bridgestone. But college baseball, Wake Forest, and Coastal Carolina. Tom and Myrtle Beach will be at that game. Wake on the money line, minus 145. Boston College and Tennessee today. Georgia Southern and Georgia. UAB and Auburn. Alabama and Samford. Also today, Sam Houston State and Texas, Southern Miss and Ole Miss. This is the one Johnny Vegas was talking about. He said, Bill, UNLV Oklahoma today as well. Well, that's 630 tonight. Some of these games are in the afternoon. Long Beach State and UCLA. Grand Canyon in Arizona. Balls lost to Grand Canyon. That's a pretty good team. Pepperdine and UC Santa Barbara, and there's a few others, Santa Clara, Stanford. But but looking forward to some of this baseball. Now, this is just listed on uh, – these are games that can be bad. Every game is not bettable in baseball. They, they pick some, but not all of them. So, if your team's playing, I'm, sh- I'm sure – the Vandy boys are playing, right? Patton, are the Vandy boys playing later today? I think so. Yeah, let me know. But the only reason I didn't mention them is it wasn't bettable. It wasn't on this list. But we carried the Vandy boys on W. Okay, Tennessee Tech, 415. Just business, Bill, banned Jeff for the Borough. He's a despicable human being. Well, he's banned. He's been banned. I, I, I gave him reprieves. So... You're saying no more reprieves on top of all that. Yeah, Brandon is down in, uh, he's on spring break down in Pensacola. Just down the way a little bit from the Emerald Coast. I guess all that's probably the Emerald Coast, right? But he's down there right now, chilling on the beach. Got another one. Oh, speaking of Irish Bill, got another one next week going to Navarre for spring break. 
See you tomorrow. We have Blake, Rafino, Breziantia. Trying for Jay Book on Thursday. Flashback. Watts. A man from Massachusetts under arrest and charged with interference with a flight crew.